the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride Is that what time of day it is? It is. Were you all shocked <laughs> to wake up to snow outside your house? Sadly, I was not shocked because I knew it was coming and I spent all of last night a little bit anxious of like, it's going to snow. I mean, it says 60%, but I bet it'll come through. And I woke up at six o'clock and I went and looked outside and I was like, it's not snowing yet. Better it'll be here when I'm up again. <laughs> Lo and behold. Yeah, Why did you wake up at six on a Sunday? Because she was anxious. I think my normal body clock wakes up at oh, six. Okay. And then if I have the time, I can. I'm like, oh well, I can go back to bed. Especially because I went to bed later than normal last night. But my body always wakes up, and then it's like, okay, now I can go back to sleep for a little bit more. I see. I was shocked because I couldn't see the snow. My blinds were closed, and then I walked out and I didn't have a coat on, and I was like, well. It is what it is. Like, <laughs> good thing I have my scraper in my car, but I am not excited to drive in snow. Like, one, I feel like when it snows, I hate driving in the snow. And so that is the biggest reason why I cancel plants is because I just don't want to drive in it. So, well, and it was Amen. nice snow today where it wasn't like fully sticking. Yeah, it's not sticking, but if it was like sticking to the ground even a little bit, I'm always like I'm out. And then that doesn't help my winter blues, you know, to mm-hmm. cancel plans. Oh, yeah. I'm totally becoming a recluse once winter hits. And the fact that I don't have to drive in it to go to work. I, I'm going to see you again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it might be like I might see you guys in March. Like... <laughs> It's just DoorDash is going to become my best friend, which is going to be dangerous. But No, I looked out the window because I knew it was gray last night, and there was just a little bit. So I was like, oh, I can wear something long and cozy. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I left my house, it was a blizzard outside. But it wasn't that driving in. And I got new tires just recently, so I feel confident this this year. We can do it. See, when like yesterday I was in the mountains and even though it was cold, it was just like such a beautiful day. And now I'm like, well, there goes the end of the w- summer that I've been holding on to so strongly. <laughs> Steph and I went to do our last s'more up in the canyon. We didn't think it was going to be our last, but everywhere we went, the signs were site closed, site closed. So we found one that didn't say site closed, started our fire, and this really hot police officer came and was like, um, don't you know the Mill Creek's closed? It closed two days ago. Like, there was no sign. That so just the was, fire pits, not the canyon, but. Yeah. Um, and he, some, he pointed out that somebody had stolen the sign <laughs> because people want their fire. I know. He was nice to let us finish our salmon tinfoil dinners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was our last fire. That stuff made us go. Me too. So. So summer's closed. <laughs> Basically. Now we start the countdown again until it starts again, right? Yeah, seriously. Remember Valentine's Day, the gateway to summer. <laughs> well, I feel like it should what a lifetime be. again. I feel like it should even be, all right, you just have to get through Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be back. 
When you think about it like that, it doesn't seem like that far away. I think I'm going to have to set a goal this week that's along the lines of finding something to be excited about over winter. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You can join Steph in a snowshoeing hike to a yurt at the Horrific. top of the mountain. No, I snowshoed once and I fell into the snow and it was really hard to get out of the snow. <laughs> I was like, I will never put myself through this again. <laughs> but it sounds, it sounds fun. I've heard lots of people excited for that kind of thing. Yeah. I got my Costco sells there. Snowshoes again. Whoop, whoop. So, Steph, tell us a story from this week. A story from this mm-hmm. week? Um, oh. I do have a story. <laughs> no, this has to do with, Well, no, actually, I don't want to share that. It's us. Why what am I team? sharing a story? Well, Kelly's going to do one next. <laughs> I just want to know more in depth about your guys' lives. I went to a fall festival on Friday and it was lovely. Where was it? It's at this ranch um, on the Crossy west side. Ranch? A what? Cross E Ranch? Yes, I think that's it. Have mm-hmm. you been to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so fun. Was it fun? Mm-hmm. They do it really well. Like I went there a couple of years ago and then I went there last week and. First of all, those donuts. I didn't have a donut. <gasps> Probably for the best. Because aren't they like pumpkin spice or cinnamon? They're apple cider. Apple cider, that's why. Oh, but dang. they're like they're, the line they're making was them. so long. Oh, well worth it. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> half of my time there was spent in line <laughs> for those donuts um, because they're making them fresh as you buy them. Oh, so good. It just was like cute and like the corn maze and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was a good time. Kelly, tell us a story from your week. Um, my week was, my week was, again, guys, the week memory loss. Um, it was pretty chill. I think that's the side effect of working from home. Maybe. Every that day blends not, together. <laughs> every day blends together, but there also isn't the distinction of, like, leaving your house. Mm-hmm. On the way home from work, you did this. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Especially the way I work. Yeah. It's like um no it was good it's I don't know I think the days getting a little bit cooler has just been like oh no we're entering holiday season oh no oh no I'm not prepared for what COVID looks like makes my life look like during holiday season but it's it's fine and not being able to go home that's the bit that yeah is my mom called me yesterday and I can tell that she's anxious about my experience over this holiday season and I had a bit of like a weak moment where I wasn't just like no it's gonna be great I'm gonna be fine because my big thing is it's like I need to deal with it and it's not a great situation but my mum being worried about it isn't gonna make any of it better because she can't do anything about it and so she gets really like I hate to think of you over there alone and because Australia doesn't have Thanksgiving no, so Thanksgiving isn't a big deal. It's more Christmas. But even just, like, these days, she's like, I don't know, I just think of you a lot and how you kind of live alone, which I don't. But, it, yeah, I only see my roommates weekly, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can see how worried she is getting, and I need to not add to that. Like, I need to just be able to be positive and, like, no, life's great. I'm having fun. So. Yeah. I need to have a better attitude about the coming months. 
so that I don't make my family worry is my new thought this week. There you go. Like, <laughs> and so you actually get to enjoy the holiday. Yeah. We can come up with some stuff, do some partying. But, yeah, it's that kind of trade-off of, like, but I do just want to be in the house. Like, I don't want to drive in the snow. I don't want to go out. Yeah, it's not like you're driving to Salt Lake to see this Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of the Christmas activities I've really gotten into, but this year I'm like, I don't want to go to Luminaria because it's cold and it's just snow and it doesn't live up to my expectation of it. And the... The Tabernacle Choir Christmas concert has been a tradition since I've lived here. And I'm like, they won't have that this year. Anyway, it's a different year for everyone. Yes. We're all going through some change. Very much so. How was your week, Meredith? What's your story? It was really pretty good. I don't, like you say, I mean, there's so much that happened. We played a soccer game on Wednesday and then something else happened. Oh, there's Harry Potter train last night. That was a lot of fun. A little cheesy, but I highly recommend it for anybody who has kids. It was fun, though. They had all the characters from Harry Potter, the big ones. Like, Harry was there. He laughed a lot. It was kind of out of character <laughs> for Harry. Um, there was a Luna Lovegood. She was adorable. But she shunned Steph because she told her she was a muggle. Just not Ooh. Luna, like train. <laughs> um, there was we had every train cart has like their own little host, and she was really good. I would have I would have thought she was Hermione mm-hmm. just because of the way she, the energy she had and the way her hair was and everything. They gave us chocolate frogs. Nice, nice. But they were like this big, <laughs> and I expected them to be like yeah, all of big ones, but. No, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Childish dream, I guess. Well, that's enjoyable, though. Yeah. So that was my week. Oh, and I had surgery. I got LASIK done. Which was one of your goals for the year. Yeah, so I accomplished at least one of them. What big news. Yeah, it was kind of... I think I forgot to tell people about it. I don't think I even mentioned it on here last week. No. Because I, when I was do, planning stuff for last week, I was like, oh, let's do stuff Friday. Let's do stuff Friday. Let's do stuff Saturday. And then Friday and Saturday came and I thought, what was I thinking? I totally either totally forgot about it or I thought, oh, I'll be better right yeah. afterwards. Which you are pretty good, but not enough to have like friends over to watch a movie or to go to a Because <laughs> you had to wear like day. dark yeah. glasses. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my mom came and stayed with me. Um, she was only going to stay for a couple hours, but she stayed till like five, which was fun. And then a friend was going to take over and I didn't. <laughs> Has it felt weird not wearing glasses? Uh-huh. I feel like my face is undone and I can't wear makeup for a week. So my yeah. face really is undone. So not only can I not get away with not wearing makeup as a redhead and white eyelashes, um, but I would have used my glasses to cover up the fact that I yeah. wasn't wearing makeup yeah I can't do either so um and there there has been a couple times where I'm getting ready and I'm like oh I'm forgetting something mm-hmm. I'm not forgetting something I have a friend that got LASIK last year and she now wears glasses without a prescription because she's like I don't think my face looks right without them 
chance. So I was like, I get that. I mean, I guess the good side is you don't have to wear them. Like if you're in a situation like swimming or I don't know, being active where you don't want to wear them, you don't have to. But it was funny to me that it was only a few weeks later that I was like, you were in classes. She's like, yeah, I just don't feel like myself if they're not on. It's so true though. Like, um, in pictures and stuff, I just look undone. Like my face to me looks incomplete. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I'm going to have to get used to it, but I have been in contacts before and I like the way I look. Yeah. I just have to get used to it again because it's been 10 years since I've worn. And I will probably purchase a pair of glasses that don't have prescriptions just to have the choice of wearing it. That makes sense. But the thing is like, biggest maybe this is shallow but one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to get rid of glasses or one of the things I looked forward to most once LASIK was done was that I could do my makeup and people would see it (laughs) because I would do really good makeup job and then cover it up with glasses and nobody looks past the glasses um so yeah I'm very excited about that but right now I can't do makeup so I'm like Next Friday, who wants to do something? I'm going to be all done. Love it. Meanwhile, Steph and I are like, we're not driving in snow. We're going into reclusive stage. I mean, I'm good to hang out with people if they come and pick me up. Like, if people want to, you know, I just want you to move in. Steph's like, I need to get a boyfriend who's willing to pick me up for everything. It's true. Um, Yeah. I think... What usually happens though is we have a snowstorm like this and then we don't see snow yeah. until Thanksgiving. That's and then true. We don't see it until Christmas. Yeah, it looks so. like there's a few cold days this week and then it's kind of back to not so cold. Yeah, I had to turn on my heater. It's the first time. She barely turned on the heater. Okay, so let's talk about everybody's how you guys did this week on your goals. Well, well, well. Let me pull them up. Mm-hmm. All right, Steph. So my morning routine, I did it perfectly for two days, and then I did it partially for the other two. Nice. But um, it just, like, felt good to have mm-hmm. that and yeah. to be in the habit of waking up early and getting in my workouts and studying and stuff. So, And then for my podcast, I... Um, put really lovely goals for all of them but I'm almost done editing all of them. I'm just posting them in a bunch so sweet. So really your partial is just that you have to post them. Yeah I have to post them and put like the blurb and stuff and then um, I did my two hikes. One was with Meredith and then I did one yesterday with a friend so nice. we did the part of Red red Pines up Big, big Cottonwood so okay. Um, and then, and I just did, I wrote out all my hikes that I want to do next year. Like I was researching them on all trails and stuff. So I'm excited about that. But the the only thing I'm like, well, but part of next year I'll be living in Utah County. So will I want to come up? I mean, I work in Salt Lake County by the canyon, so I'll be <laughs> up here anyways. But it was sort of you about. You will come this way because you have a really good friend this way, friends this way. <laughs> I know. But like I just was like thinking, I was like, is it more realistic? Should I do more down in Utah County, but then no. when I was looking up um, American Fork Canyon, I didn't see a ton of. I'm just not familiar with that canyon, so I do want to go explore. So my hikes might vary depending on when I move. Hike if that means you have to come this way to see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'll go through some withdrawals with you out you here. Okay. Kelly, how did your week go? My week was so-so. I didn't work on the course I was doing, so we need to get back into that. And I didn't juice three times because I didn't go to the grocery store effectively. Guys, I went to a grocery store and I walked around. I was like, I don't know what I need. And I put some things in my cart and then I was like, I don't need these things. So I put them back and I left without buying anything. Like, I don't know what was wrong with my brain that day. Anyway, um, and but... I did do my Australian taxes. Oh, good job. And what an achievement. Are they hard or is it just tedious today? They're just like brain bending because it's like, what do they mean? Like, what what does this question mean? Because it's, to be honest, technically it's not doing taxes. It's declaring foreign income so they can assess if I need to pay some of what we call HEX, which is the government paying for your college while you're at school and then you pay it back if you earn a certain amount. And so the questions they ask, I'm just like, am I a non-resident, non-resident foreign income? I'm like, which country? Like Uh I'm non-resident there, but I'm resident here. But if I'm non-resident foreign, well, I am a resident in the foreign country. Anyway, yeah. it just requires a lot of exploring and researching and contradictory responses. And you and then they give you like three different options of how to declare it, like how it's assessed. And because the tax years here and there don't line up, it's just messy. So I'm confident I did it correctly. I had to send a big chunk of money home to pay for some of my schooling, which was never happy, but it was expected. That's why I'd been delaying figuring it out. And now my Australian friends here are like, oh, can you help me do mine? I'm like, see, this is the problem. I have to be the one to figure it out to then do it for everyone else. Uh (laughs) But you're so smart, Kelly. Don't hide that talent. But what if I'm wrong and they're (laughs) committing some kind of tax? Mm -hmm. Well, the other challenge is I do mine yearly. Mm -hmm. They bury their heads in the sand and, like, haven't done them for many years. Uh, because every year I'm like, okay, well, like, I get them started and they don't finish it. So. And there's not, like, any pen- penalty from. There would be if, but it's like here, like, if you get audited, like, it's kind of, it feels random as to whether or not you uh, get audited. Okay. Because they've got so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And so one of them is trying to avoid some late fees from, like, four years ago and I'm like well I can't help you with that like an accountant's gonna yeah. have to walk you through that part anyway that was my achievement this week getting it done ticking it off I was like now I'll buy myself a treat and then I was like nope shouldn't be spending money <laughs> I like it speaking of Australia I just heard that um with the zoos Australia doesn't have a lot of their animals that they lend over to the zoos the zoos here? Yeah. Like, we don't lend animals here? Yeah. You don't send a lot of... Like, there was, like, a animals. bird... Was it the bird that came? That it was, like, a big deal because it hadn't been forever? Yeah. Huh. Not as, like... Not mu- as much as China with the pandas, but... Wow. China's got to get, you know, their name out there. 
Um, I always think it's like I know there's I think San Diego Zoo has an Australia section. Uh-huh. And I'm always a little bit surprised because I'm like, how do these animals do in other climates? Mm-hmm. And like, I, don't, I think the fact that Australian animals are so native just to Australia, I think, how do these animals survive? And I get they're in a zoo and yeah. essentially their needs will be catered to. But yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot in zoos ourselves because they're like, wild animals Mm -hmm. and we let them stay wild yeah and i always wonder if the pandas it's like well i guess it keeps them alive if we send them around the world because people are taking extra good care of them and they're paying a lot of money (laughs) and they're paying a lot of money and they just need bamboo yeah but so know that well the pandas were extinct until china did a huge project to make yeah so yeah it makes sense but um i mean i'm surprised that there's not a magpie (laughs) <laughs> oh, who wants to deal with that? Especially birds, like flying birds. I wouldn't be keen to send them. Mm. Plus, people would just, like, magpies aren't in zoos back home. <laughs> no one's going to see a magpie. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But it made me think, it was like, oh, yeah, you really don't see kangaroos in zoos out here. Yeah. I think the saddest thing when I lived in Dubai, the saddest thing to drive past was the Dubai Zoo. Because I'm like, there are animals that do not want to be living in this weather. Like, it is so stinking hot. Mm. Like, this is not. And it was very much just kind of like a concrete Mm. structure. And I guess they have the money to buy animals. But I'm like, that doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith's sister is um, works at Hogle Zoo, so I learned a lot about zoos and that they can be like really good zoos are accredited and different things. Yeah, and a not so good zoo around the valley that I noticed. I'm not going to name names, but I mean, I'm not a huge animal lover, but I noticed on a certain train ride that some animals <laughs> weren't being taken care of, and I was like, "Dang!" Like, I'm is not a big animal. Is there more than love. one zoo here? It's a tiny little yeah. thing. We won't name names so there we don't are get places them. that are like animal parks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or amusement parks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think very generalizing, but I feel like Australia has a fairly high standard of zoo. Uh-huh. And we have this idea of like if you go to the zoo, it's you going to their habitat. And you just get to because the zoo needs money to make sure they have what they need for the animals. But, yeah, I think other zoos around the world that I've been to, I'm like, uh, this feels more like it's a money-making venture. Mm-hmm. And, like, the animals are secondary. Yeah. So, like, to, are, you, are your zoos not buildings? Often they're very much, like, built to f- be, like, some kind of natural environment. So it's usually more, like, open land space that you know every enclosure looks quite different because it's meant to be designed for the animal and Uh, yeah so I think I and I wonder if maybe Australia is hesitant to send animals elsewhere unless they know that the zoo they're going to has a similar standard that makes sense I also don't know who decides if we send animals I know right Mm -hmm. 
It's like they don't like a country. They're like, here's magpie, our exotic magpie. <laughs> Enjoy. Australia, a worst name. My mom, when she was with me after my LASIK, I put on a magpie video for her to see. Did she just love that? She did, actually. I, it's just so fascinating. I think it blows all of our minds. Because mm-hmm. magpies are kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Eating dead birds yeah. and other dead yeah. animals and... Owls in some way, I mean, in a lot of ways, they're just plain evil, but they do somewhat look, like, majestic. (laughs) As they're coming for your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're like, I know my purpose, and I will. Because I had, she was listening to one of our podcasts, and it was the one about the Australian runner. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Cliff. Cliff. Cliff Young. Cliffy boy. Yeah, and how he, so we watched all of our clips on our website and stuff like that. I think that's the first time my mom's seen our website. Thank you, Mama McBride, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Mama McBee. Okay. So our quote this week, oh, I didn't go over mine. Let's talk about my week. So I, the first part of the week I did do well with planner morning routine. Um, I went to Vasa and I started running. My body hurts because it hasn't done that in a while. <laughs> Um, I did not work on my portions. I didn't really eat that much. And then LASIK. I added that just now because I forgot to add it last <laughs> week, but I accomplished that goal. Um, I can see you all without glasses. Okay, now we're moving on. See, I didn't have that exciting. And get, with the morning team, you know, like I was just was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't get my study in or my interval every morning, but like, I, even like with like rest days and stuff, like I still was, even if it was rest day, I was playing soccer or I was going on a hike. And so I had like six solid activity days like Mm -hmm. this week. And I'm like, that's actually like, I don't know. Cause sometimes I forget, oh, I am someone that I'm active every day. Like I think that I still am in this mentality of, oh, to be, my friend Allison, Allison, I'm going to give you tribute. She says she cringes every time she hears the intro. And I say, I'm Steph, I'm a wannabe runner. Because she's like, no, you are a runner. Like, what makes you think that you're a wannabe? Like, you're out working. And so I think sometimes I still am in the mentality of like, oh, if I don't run this amount, then it's not like a workout or it wasn't active or, you know. Because like even just our soccer games are considered you running. You're running for that. Oh, and you're like sprinting like so afterwards like just your lungs are burning oh the first week <laughs> my lungs hurt so yeah bad. i was doing that uh the cough not a cough corona cough anyways it was that asthma like mm-hmm. okay so our quote this week hope sustains us through despair if only we could glimpse for a moment what the lord has in store for us not only in the next life but in this one as well, our hope would be unshakable and despair would never overcome us. And when I put this in, um, there was nothing too out of the normal for 2020. I mean, this is what our year has been with political things and devastation and fires and tornadoes and hurricanes. Um but also just in our individual lives where for the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of disconnected, I feel like, and I don't know what it is, but holding on to the hope. And he said this in this quote, in this conference, didn't he? I can't remember where I got this from now, but I know it was Elder Uchtdorf. 
And um, just knowing that the Lord has a plan in everything, um, that has sustained me a lot this year because there was a couple times after some traumatic things happening in the world that I stood at my house and I thought, God has to be in this. There's a reason it's happening, even though it's hard. He's got a purpose. And after having that moment with him, the rest of the year has been a little bit easier to muster because you know that this is leading up to something or this is being a part of a bigger plan. And then again, just on an individual level, the the little goals that we are making, I think is our little things of hope saying that, okay, we're going to be around for another week and this is what we're going to do to make our lives better. And it makes it so that we have less despair. That is why we've managed to be able to go through all of Corona with smiles on our faces and pushing through another week without depression hitting us uncontrollably and stuff like that. So um, I just really like this quote on a big level and then on such an individual personal level. And I know it's a little religious, but we all have religion in our life. Go God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I feel like I've had in the past couple of weeks, a few people say, like when I've talked to them about dating, they're like, wow, you just have so much hope, like in when it comes to dating. And I'm like, I have to, or else I'll be so flippin' depressed, right? Like it is so, and we don't talk about dating on here a lot, you know, but like it is so discouraging to try apps and to do even like I, someone was like, try harmony. So I go to try and I was like, seriously, these are like the people on here, not to like bash, but like a lot of people seem to have special needs on there. <laughs> like, and so, and just to have like things start and guys just be like, oh, I'm not feeling it as much with you. Like, I don't want to commit. I like you, but not enough, you know? And so I think that, um, and that's just something in my life, especially like the holidays. Who doesn't want to be in love and have someone for the holidays, right? Like coughing season. Any single person, like we all know that we're single during the holidays. Like you don't have to remind us. You don't have to tell us to go out there. We know we don't have a date for that holiday thing, right? Somebody to walk in the cold with. Yeah. And so I think that that's um, that hope, like really like anytime that I start to get discouraged or I start to be like, are there good guys out there? Like, will I find someone that like, it is a miracle that we like each other the same amount at the same time, you know, like, um, it's like, I have to have that hope or else it will like cause that despair where I am just like, Nope, screw that. I'm, (laughs) I'm not trying anymore. You know, like, um, or to have a bad experiences like rock you, you know, like I look back at years ago, um, my ex-boyfriend that like racked up all this debt in my name. Like I didn't want that to become a thing that became baggage and make me hate men. So I worked really hard to like forgive him and to not have that be something. So, so I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot with dating, especially as like, I feel this constant urge myself just to give up and to not have hope that I'm like, no, I need to have hope because it only takes that one person. It's not all these people you're swiping through. Like it's one person that you Mm -hmm. can randomly meet somewhere that it is just a miracle that you like each other the same amount, the same time and want to commit to each other. I've always called it magic because (laughs) like the two people in the middle of nowhere can find each other and be like, hmm, she has a nice smile. Huh. He was kind of funny. 
and then it go just a little bit farther and work together. Yeah. Mm. It requires hope. Yeah. And I think we've all met people who appear to have lost hope. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem appealing. No. Like, I feel like there's a bitterness that sets in. Mm -hmm. Um when you're like, oh, I'll never find anyone, I give up. Like, I guess some people are resigned to this is just what my life will be and maybe they're, like, happily not pursuing dating. But I think there's a good chunk of people that I feel like I've encountered who are just bitter about the loss of hope they feel in dating. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, you might as well be hopeful. Because the alternative doesn't seem fun. Like, yeah. I don't think I've met that many people who are like, yeah, I will never marry and I'm completely content with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, might as well have hope. No, it's true. And that, like, that bitterness and giving up, it's a lot of those statements of there's no good men or no good women or everyone's a cheater. And I'm like, really, everyone, like, every single person. <laughs> Here you are. I'm ta you're talking to me. I feel like I'm a pretty good person. <laughs> so, no, no but, but it really, it causes yeah. those, like, yeah. extreme thinking yeah. patterns. And, and, and all of us have had experiences that haven't been pleasant. Like, Kelly just helped me find that I was being catfished by a dude last week. <laughs> so, like, it's not that it's like it's rosy and cheery for all of us. Yeah. It's just like if you don't hold on to that hope, you know, like that's what really gets you through the hard times. Yeah. True story. Well, and it's not even just the dating aspect. Like everything you guys have just said applies to regular life. Yeah. There have been people you've talked to that don't have any hope and they're really difficult to talk to. It's very hard to find something in common or just they've just cast this like little down spell on you and mm -hmm. right now there's so much of that that to remind yourself whether you believe in god but that there's things are happening for a purpose and that it's going to work out in the end whether that means we all die in the end and that's how it works mm -hmm. out that's okay with me yeah but yeah having the hope and hope is the the, I don't know the word, the combat, the opposite of despair. You know? Yeah. And so to have one means you won't have the other. But if you have despair, you don't have the hope. So. Well, and it's like, I just was thinking about that with trying to change, right? Like sometimes it's so discouraging as I'm trying to change like my habits and I'm trying to be a more on time person and I'm trying to like be better at having my morning routine and putting God first. And sometimes that can feel di discouraging, but that hope that we can change. And I think like, um, you know, the, my hope comes from knowing that I have a savior that like he is the one that helps me change you know like that one of my favorite quotes that talks about his atonement is um that like the atonement of Jesus Christ like when we are truly repenting we view our, ourselves God and the world in a different way and I think that that's what hope is for me to get a little like churchy but I just I don't know I've just been thinking a lot about why I have hope and maybe sometimes like it's annoying to be that person that is the glass half full or is like no there's good things around the corner but if I didn't have that like it would be really dark and really discouraging like I have to have that Pollyanna attitude to help me or else like 
to think about all the dates I've gone on over the years, all the heartbreaks I've had, all the even like the people that I've had to say like, hey, I'm just not feeling like we're compatible or just different things like it. It's sad and discouraging. Very much so. True story. So I think it's the art of life, too, is to continue to look forward to something. And that's why I've loved the podcast, um, especially this year. It's kind of perfect to do it this year. But to have every week something new to improve on in our life and to look forward to. Mm-hmm give so much purpose goals are hope yeah but they really are they really are um did i talk about the war room last week have i told i think i've told you guys about this but did i talk about it on the episode last week i don't think so i don't recall it did Did i tell you guys about the war room I don't remember you you telling me. me. Okay, so um, in editing my episodes, my 50th episode for Notable Peeps, um, it is with my friend Andrea Bergerson, and she talks about how, you know, these generals of armies, they have this war room where they go in and they strategize how to, like, overcome their enemy, right? Like, and she talked about how, like, Mm -hmm. God is our greatest, like, um, like defense and strat- like strategy, like strategist against yeah. like our enemy, like Satan, you know? And, um, and so she talked about having, she's like, I don't have a room that I can dedicate as my war room, you know, like to go with him and like strategize. But she's like, I, someone gave her like this trifold, um, like science fair thing mm-hmm. that she um, goes and she prays and it has like who to pray for and questions of her heart and things that she's working on. So it's all right there. And it's like sort of her little thing of like going to God. And, and I've just been thinking about that a lot because like sometimes I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm the one that's like making myself feel discouraged or whatever. And I forget that like, no, there really is an adversary out there that really wants us to be miserable and doesn't want us to have faith and hope and that he's fighting against us too. So how with my, these things that I'm struggling with or my weaknesses, like that I can go to God and ask for help and to strategize of how I can be better, you know? And and I think that like that war room um, really gives that hope too for whatever it is in life to go and to strategize and be like, okay, give me a game plan. How can I be this person that I want to be? Well, I think it requires and something I've learned from this year is that that means you have to accept the fact that you need help or mm-hmm. in some aspect, that there is kind of a war going on and to sit down and say, okay, God, or close friend, I am struggling in these ways. What should I do? I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to, I mean, that's kind of what we did is that you want to change that part of your life, but acknowledging to yourself, Hey, I'm a little depressed. There are hard things going on right now. This is what I want to improve. How can we improve and acknowledge that and move forward with it in a positive way? Yep. I agree. And I feel like we really have learned a lot this week, like year because I've I just different hearing different friends what they've struggled with. I've been like, oh, well, here's this human code thing, you know, that we learned about with affirmations or whatever. And so I feel like I've learned a lot of these tools of how to give me that hope. Yeah. I feel like I've been on like this soapbox today, but yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> you can stay up on your soapbox. <laughs> yeah, stay there for a while. So Love it. But I'm just passionate about it. Hope is a powerful thing. Go, Albert Uchtdorf. 
And if you're feeling like you don't even have hope, you know, like, I think that a huge thing is just to pray that you can have hope, whatever it might be, like pray that you can have hope, like in your job, in your career, you know, or yeah, Mm -hmm. or dating, or even if if you feel like you don't have a relationship with God to pray Mm -hmm. for that. Yep. Or meditate or whatever it is that, you know, works for you in that way. So speaking of hope, let's talk about our next week's goals. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if my laptop was being too annoying. Thing. It was a fan Started of making a bit of noise. Yeah, so I put it on up with the computer. Um, so I just have one more hiking goal to finish. Okay. So that's my goal for this week. And then um, my second goal for this week is... And I'm just putting this on here because I need to do it and I haven't. But my car registration <laughs> expired oh. in September. Yes. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, yeah. I keep on thinking I'm going to do it on my lunch and then things just get busy. So I need September. to go register. And now that I know that my mom listens, she's going to be like, what? So I need to go get my car registered. I have even told her about the car place where you drive. Kelly, you're you still looking at me shocked. You sit in your car while they... Plug in something mm-hmm. to your car, test it, you give them a credit card, they put the sticker on the back, and they roll away. So my goal is so Monday I to do that. I would not be able to drive my car. I well, would be so I, worried. I've forgotten about it because it was like on my things to do list at the very beginning of October, and then... Should have been on the list in September. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know it was like... Because they, don't, they didn't send out those little cards. Yeah, have you signed up for the email? So, and I must have not seen the email. So I was like, it usually well, is in September. The email. So, so sure I didn't really have. find out until the first week of October for my, because um, I went and researched it. Yeah. Also, that's something you should know about your car. And I know that's so, a I dumb things to do list to put as my goal, but no, I need no, it. I mean, I'm now here, I'm going to be checking every day. <laughs> um, it's funny because Sirius Black was talking to us last night. And he bragged about how he was the biggest rule breaker at Hogwarts. And Steph says, I'm a rule breaker too. Which made me My car's not registered. Well, it made me laugh out loud because she's the the biggest like rule follower. She has problems with authoritative figures like police officers and stuff. No. And um, then she, she brings this up and I was like, oh, she is a rule breaker. She is. But Steph won't like speed. She... Yo, well, she can't speed because once they pull her over for speeding, well, now I'm like and super discover. nervous. I also don't drive a huge distance anywhere, right? Like yeah. I, like I drive Except a ten. Sandy to Milk Creek. I drive like a ten mile radius. Like, yeah. well, and uh, when the officer came on Monday night to, oh, that I was us. paranoid. I was like, crap, I'm going to get a ticket. That's what started me thinking it. Yeah, we uh, we had the fire and we were doing that breaking rules. I know. A fire's a gateway drug for stuff. (laughs) Before you know it, she's dismissive of every law of the land. (laughs) Okay, we're giving you enough crafts, you better do it. Okay, so that and then all those podcasts um, that I put on there. How many did I say last week? It was three. A bajillion. I think it was three notable Three notable Noble pops. Three Utah real estate for audio recordings. Yeah, the, it's like just audio recordings that are for people. So, yep, I um. Do we move all done. of those over? Yeah. Okay. 
Sweet. Because they're all like 75% to 90% done. Nice. Um, my goals next week are to juice four times. I will go to the grocery store and get the things I actually need. <laughs> like a grown-up. Just go prepared. You'll feel less. Who are you? I think the problem is I go to different grocery stores. And I'm like, oh, no, to get the stuff I need, I've got to go to that one. And I don't go to that one. Anyway, my other goal this week is to visit the gym because I have some anxiety around going back to the gym. And I think COVID doesn't help. But I don't think it should be stopping me. I just have to actually be like, no, I will go and do so that's why my goal is visit the gym. Who knows what I'll do when I get there, but I just need to walk into the building. Um, and then my other goal this week is to make a list of things to look forward to because I can give you a long list of things to not look forward to and I need to focus more on the positive of the upcoming months. I like it. Um, with the going and doing, I was listening to a podcast this morning and it was some single people that they were talking about how everyone's always like, yeah, when you stop trying, they'll find someone. And they're like, when, when has that ever been a thing? They're like, oh yeah, the Lord says, stop trying and I'll make it happen for you. Or yeah. that like Joseph Smith, like found his revelation once he stopped praying. <laughs> like, it was just like, they gave all these examples and I was like, that's a really like yeah. good point. But I'm sorry. Who in our setting never tries to find someone? You go to a word activity, you're looking at someone. Oh, he's cute. You're going to like naturally. Mm. Um, I think I, I have, have I think I've seen people who were putting in zero effort and it happened. But I would say they are very much the exception to the rule. And yeah. to be honest, I think it kind of comes back to that whole like Tupperware analogy mm -hmm. where the unusual shape Tupperware finds its yeah. lid more easily. Yeah. Um, and so I think if they had tried, I don't think the outcome would have been different for them. So, yeah. But it's just yeah. like with like Do the gym, if you aren't like – yeah. trying to go like you can't expect that you're yeah. gonna be able to yeah. like walk more you know what I mean also like, do you appreciate something that you haven't put an effort into no I don't know I just think maybe you do if oh, it's like yeah. oh I happened upon this but I think for the more part it's like I value this thing more because it was something I was working towards yeah exactly my place that I'm waiting like a year for now. Maybe I just found out the dig date's going to be in December. Oh. <laughs> I know. But you better believe that when I get the keys to that place, like, I am going to appreciate it <laughs> so much because I've been working for it for so long. Where if it was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to find a place and the first one works out, I would be like, oh, I don't like where this is or that yeah. is. But now yeah. I'm like, no, no one... People can't say anything bad about my baby here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I work so hard for this condo. I love it. Um, okay. And so my goals this week, still working on that routine. I think the routine is the clue, to, the key to my hope. Nice. Um, I need to be at my desk around 8, like, showered and ready to go. That's my biggest goal with the morning routine. I need to do my ministering. And I... I'm going to make it a priority to do InDesign and make my calendar because, you know, we're getting to the end of the year. Guys, I have to show you the calendar I made this week. I'll show you it after. We don't need to sit through it, but okay. okay. Cool. Well, I hope you all have a very hopeful week. We shall. And um, genuinely do what you can do. Yeah.
This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) 